This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Karen Stephen, who's the Chief Operations Officer at SurePay. That's Shaw, S-U-R-E-P-A-Y-D. G'day, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? Now, um, uh, SurePay is a, a accounts receivable business, but it's really just looking at the website and the background on it. It's kind of more about human relations, or at least corporate relations. Yeah. And, uh, join those join those dots for us. What? Uh, how do how do we kind of move, go from accounts receivables, which sounds boring, to the more um, more interesting matters of, uh, yeah, of human relations. Exactly. And I love that you make that connection too. I often feel like you do that in your business things of trying to find the human component and things. So it is an interesting link. But I think it, accounts receivable traditionally has been an industry that has been completely overlooked. It's been seen as purely transactional. The people that are collecting payments, that are sending your invoices, that are chasing that, managing disputes, it hasn't been front and centre of any business but it's funny, as time goes on and enterprise businesses grow, you realise that often the pre- people in accounts receivable are the ones that have real long-term relationships with customers, even though they're in the back office. So we've kind of seen two things. First, um, there was a need to kind of uh, give them some tools to actually have some front office functions. So as they can bring a lot of value to the business, for example, um, in those customer relationships, and also a way of automating some of those processes that were kind of manual and time-consuming in a way of freeing them up to do other things. So, yeah, SurePay's a like a payment solution, um, a software solution that sits on top of um, a lot of big data platforms, and we kind of um, allow a lot of those back-office functions to happen. So I take it it's more than a debt collector, Yes, absolutely. No, it's more about uh, collecting payments, sometimes managing disputes, sending out invoices, things like uh, even you, if you get your telco bill, for example, you might get an email with a link to go and pay your bill. You can log in online. You can check your invoices. You can pay it. It's that same type of service that we bring to B2B. So a lot of um, big corporates have these very uh, intricate uh, ERP systems to manage all of their data and operations, but they don't have a friendly interface for their customers. So we try to bring that experience to B2B. So uh, tell us a bit about the company. um, It's relatively recent uh, startup, but you didn't start it. Who, uh, who owns it? Is it an Australian business or it is, yep. American or what? No, it's an Australian business, and I'm actually Australian too. I just sound American. I've been here a long time, but no, it was it started here, which is part of the appeal. And we're based in Sydney. Um, you know, have a presence around the region, but we're all based in Sydney, which has been part of the appeal for our customers too. That actually like having someone local that's doing this, that understands kind of their unique needs. So again, a group of investors and the team that started it saw that a lot of these problems were popping up and that they could do something about it. So I think one of those was that this industry has been overlooked and there's a huge amount of potential there. And the other thing is that a lot of the CRMs that um, companies have have lost the R. They've lost the relationship at the center of it and trying to make that connection again. So I think we have a lot of technology and it can alienate us from people rather than build connections. So we're trying to find a way to to bridge that. So I think it's a couple of years old now? Uh, Three, yep. Three years? And yeah. is it working? I mean, is it successful? Actually, Are you making money or what? Yeah, yeah, it's been amazingly successful. And I think you realise when you tap into something, um, when there's a need there, particularly in the community, I think because it's um, you know somewhat of a new business, we spent a lot of time um, listening to our customers. And we've, like even this last year, doubled the amount of customers that we brought on. And there's some big multinationals that we work with, um, uh, Sanofi Pharmaceuticals and 
Konica Minolta, just a couple of them, but we have some very big name clients. But for their industry here, we realize it's been really important for us to listen to what's important to them and try to meet some of those needs. I think if we're saying we want to make relationships important, it has to start with us. So trying to build relationships with our customers and with the credit management industry that um, there hasn't, you know, there's been a bit of a dearth in that space. So, yeah. When I go onto the About section of the Shawpaid website and it, I go to the Our Team part of it, yeah, uh, there's there's just two people, you and Terry <laughs> Eames. That's right, so I know. Surely, come on, surely there's more than that there, the team, isn't there? There are, there's a lot. And we have a huge development team. I think a lot of the, the work is actually done by our developers. Um, a lot of them are here in Sydney as well, so we probably should update and pop them up there as well. So big shout out. I know that we can only do what we do because um, of what they do and also some other people that are helping in the ad admin side and marketing of our team. But yeah, it's definitely right, more so than just a, the two of us. It's not a team of two. It's not a team of two. It's just obviously, uh, yeah, need to update that section as well. But there's a, there's a whole uh, team of us that, that work um, with our clients. So um, uh, to what extent are you uh, replacing or involved in offshoring and the automation of, of accounts receivable? Yeah, I mean, uh, are, you, are, you, are you automating... Um, basically automating accounts receivable? Well, parts of it. Actually, that's a really good question because that's a contentious issue too when people are thinking about, um, you know, Australia, we've, um, you know, that we see a little bit of this happening now in terms of offshoring jobs, particularly ones that... Um, that are, are seen a bit more transactionally. I think you saw that a lot with, we're talking about the telcos even and offshoring customer service and things. Accounts receivable saw this kind of trend um, threatening as well. So I think in one of the ways that we see to kind of um, uh, fight against that trend of offshoring is automating some functions. And I think just relating back to what I said before, if we can automate some of the super manual, time-consuming functions of the AR team, we can actually free them up to bring other value. And I think you see, um, it's really interesting because you think about if in a business, um, the AR team, they're the ones that are noticing if people aren't paying invoices or they're paying them late or they're having issues if the business is dropping off. So if you can help them to be a front line and noticing maybe when there's a, you know, a chance that a client is about to leave, they can actually be involved in sales and marketing functions in a new way. So we're trying to find a way to give them tools and actually increase their value to a business. So rather than losing jobs offshore, we're actually helping the corporates to see actually not only is it important to leave those jobs here, but it's important to invest in people and give them skills that actually make them uh, help them bring more worth to the business. So I think, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, I think automation can sometimes be a little bit scary. We look at it and think it's going to take a lot of jobs away. It does take some of the manual processes away, but I think it also gives us an opportunity to innovate and for people to educate. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in all of us having to do that and learn new skills later on. So... Yeah. So, um, so how exactly does Shawpay do that? I mean, and how, and how do how exactly does it um, uh, knit together or, or at least smooth over difficult times between between companies? I mean, obviously the the payment of invoices is where where company relationships fall down. Mm, yeah. So, so what do you? How do you actually? How does Shawpay fix that? Well, I think a couple of things. Like first, saying that we're extracting a lot of the data that's there, so we can give like a credit manager. Um, a huge overview, and um, actually, there's a lot of it gives a lot of transparency to all members of the team of when orders are going on hold, if a customer how 
um, you know, far overdue their invoices are. It helps um, automate some of the things, like even setting up um, auto pay. A lot of the corporates that we work with, their customers are small businesses. So people like pharmacies and booksellers and um, chemists, uh, you know, uh, hair salons, people that are paying their bills um, out of, they're either doing them on the go or they're doing their bookkeeping at night themselves. So we create kind of a 24-7 service where they can just log in, they can download their invoices and statements, they can pay bills online, they can set up auto pay, and it makes this whole system a little bit seamless. And for our companies, it means they get paid faster, they have more reliable cash flow, and it allows the team, then the accounts receivable team, to spend a bit more time doing, you know, working with the tail and building relationships with customers that might need a little bit more help. So, so do you do, do you plug into Zero or MYOB? No, Is that we how it works? we. We, we can integrate with those, yes, absolutely. But we bring that type of experience to like an enterprise system. So that same, but yes, we can integrate with all those systems as well. So when payments are coming in, they can be matched and allocated, things like that. So it definitely helps a lot of the credit management team with those. I mean, obviously, Zero and MYRB are small business mm. uh, systems. You're, yes. you're more, you're larger, you're for larger companies. That's right? right. It's B2B and B2E. So for big corporates that are there um, invoicing other companies rather than than individuals, correct. So tell us some of the customers you've got. Can you can you give us a sense of yeah. who you've signed up? Well, a few of those, so Konica Minolta, Sanofi, um, a, a lot of the big cosmetic companies, um, there's been a real surge in some of those. HarperCollins, Booksellers is another one. So a lot of those ones, um, even I think Sanofi were one of the earliest um, kind of adopters, the technology, and they've reduced their DSO, you know, something from like 20% to to three or something, but there's a lot of um, people in these industries that there's, you know, huge amount of in- interest. Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, look, uh, uh, and is SurePaid becoming a, a global business? Is uh, you focusing on Australia at the moment? Uh, three years yeah. old, I guess you... Yeah. Or, look, or are, you, are you thinking globally to begin with? Yeah. Well, interesting thing about this technology is it's kind of global from day one um, because we're working with the businesses that are in Australia and New Zealand, but we're integrating with their ERPs, and a lot of those ones are international. So a lot of our integration is with the people that are based in Europe, in the States, in different parts of Asia. And once you've actually done that for a couple of businesses, maybe in Australia, New Zealand, it's very easy for them then to spread through um, through the corporation because you've already done the initial integration. They've proven it's worked in this market. So yeah, that's kind of one of the beauties of the business is it's been local, we're locally based, but it's very easy to scale from there. And are you finding that um, there are businesses like yours providing the same service in the US and elsewhere? Well, in the US, and elsewhere, but not that are focused on the same thing. Um, I think for us particularly, the whole idea of it being a relationship engine and putting that back at the centre, the reality is there's so many tech tools out there that we all have hanging around our hard drive, you know what I mean? But if we don't actually know how to use them and if we don't give people the skills and make them um, relatable, make them a tool that they actually need, so we're trying to kind of put that back at the centre and that has been a really helpful piece. Uh, I think a lot of our client feedback has been that we're easy to work with. Um, We're still very much trying to listen to the industry. What do they need? How can we come alongside them? Um, And I think even if there's a lot of probably CFOs out there listening to that you, they're stuck with these legacy systems. They met, there's probably a lot of them listening to your program that realize they've invested a huge amount in these giant ERPs, 
and they don't want to replace the whole thing. So I think some of the beauty is we're a layer that can sit on top of that and give them a whole amount, a huge amount of added functionality and flexibility that they can extract out of their existing system without having to replace it. So that's hugely appealing for a lot of big companies. Yeah, right. Great to talk to you, Karen. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me. I've been talking to Karen Stephen, who is the Chief Operations Officer of a business called SurePaid.